You are listening to Aldrin Sampia on SAFM. It's 12 minutes now before 5 o'clock in conversation next with James Voss, MMC for Economic Growth at the City of Cape Town. We tell you more about the City of Cape Town's Find Your Freedom campaign following its successful launch last year. The campaign has contributed immensely to the city's direct and indirect expenditure and also creating uh, job opportunities. James Voss now joining us on the line. MMC, good afternoon and thank you so much for, for making time for us. So an overall success, would you say, the Find Your Freedom campaign? Yes, the Find Your Freedom campaign generated an impressive 147 million rand in direct and indirect expenditure. And it created approximately 755 employment opportunities. So the Find Your Freedom campaign far exceeded what we ever expected. Mm -hmm. But what makes it even more important is that the gamified interface resonated with millennials and brought over 5,000 international bookings through Expedia in a very short period, generating close to 50 million rand in direct expenditure. So everything we do is with a strong focus to rewire and restore travel confidence uh, to Cape Town. And I'm happy to say that we are presently experiencing exceptional performances in arrivals and forward bookings. Uh, We are now welcoming approximately 195 international flights to Cape Town every week. And so in wow. total, we are processing about 25,000 passengers on a daily basis. So it's campaigns such as this that really um, get uh, international and domestic uh, travelers yeah. to uh, pay attention to Cape Town, our value proposition. It's a very competitive space at the moment. Uh, travelers are sport for choice. So we really need to make sure that Cape Town and South Africa is top of choice. Yeah, and and in comparison, if we take out the years of COVID nineteen, so pre uh, twenty twenty, maybe if we look at twenty nineteen, um, are you able to aggregate what um, increase um, the Find Your Freedom campaign has led to? Yes, that's a very good question, and I'm going to make the comparison to the accommodation sector because that's always a really good measure. So if you look at the Find Your Freedom campaign success. Uh, it also contributed uh, massively to the city's accommodation recovery story. Average occupancy in February was 85% compared with 78% in February of 2019. And so even on the accommodation, you'll see a massive jump on arrivals If in terms of aviation. We have recovered now to more than 100% compared to the 2019 numbers in terms of arrivals from international key source markets, North America, Europe, London, and Africa. And Mm. then if you look at cruise tourism, another great example, uh, we're seeing uh, 120 cruise liners docking here in Cape Town for the cruise season, again, surpassing the numbers of 2019. So it's campaigns such as the Find Your Freedom campaign that really elevates the value proposition, number one. Number two, making it easier for travelers to choose your city and make the actual booking because that's where the benefit lies. We can't simply just do campaigns for the fun of it. Our campaigns must be backed up with conversion. In other words, it's those forward bookings that will tell us whether there's a success in our campaign methodology and how it interacts with visitors in terms of getting them to do the booking because when the booking happens, that's when local business benefits. And is the booking centralized? And speak to us about the ease of booking. 
Yes, yeah, so we've got several partners that we collaborate with. So what added to the success was the destination marketing organization, Cape Town Tourism's brand collaborations and smart partnerships. Uh, so maybe just to to uh, share with you how we do our tourism business in Cape Town. Sure. We work through the Cape Town Tourism Destination Marketing Organization that works closely with partners in the travel and tourism uh, ecosystem. So by collaborating with TikTok, Expedia, and exciting GoPro content creators, we managed to transform the way the mother city is marketed and showed how innovative partnerships can help revive the tourism industry that was really rocked by the, the pandemic. And so then we also work with um, other travel agencies that are connected to our campaign where uh, we focus on the domestic market as well. So it's all those travel partners that sit on the back end of the Find Your Freedom that will then do the actual bookings. Um, it's bookings that goes from experiences to products with a geographic spread. That's mm. the benefit. I don't want visitors only to see a few things i want them to see as many things and also to spend as much time in cape town because in tourism there are two commodities it's time and money so we want them to stay as long in cape town as possible and then the geographic benefits so that we get them to experience our township our cuisine yeah. our culture our adventure and our luxury and then spending much more money in those communities, that's where the benefit lies. Speak to us then about um, the the bad press that has come, for instance, from the water shortages, number one. Um, at some point, Cape Town was also facing uh, a day zero, but that has been dealt with in those initiatives around dealing with the water shortages and also the electricity mm. crisis that we're facing in the country. Mm. I'm very happy that you asked those two questions because uh, although the, 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 the things that have a direct impact on tourism yeah. and the visitor economy. So it's your energy, it's your water, it's even crime. If mm. I, you didn't yeah. ask crime, but that is an important consideration. So we work incredibly hard with partners to position uh, our value proposition in terms of visiting communities uh, with our tourism ambassadors. So in the CBD, for example, we have deployed tourism ambassadors and safety officers that will uh, work with our tourism operators because, you know, travelers want to feel that they're safe, that they can see the visibility of our safety and security deployment, but not to scare visitors off. You know, you want to do it in a, in a way that is responsible. So safety is a big consideration, and we also have a dedicated safety application which is called Travel Wise, where we show the do's and don'ts, and we work very closely with travel operators to make sure that visitors uh, have comfort in their stay. And then on the water and energy, for example, the, the there was a big impact when we had the day zero. That's, uh, that's, that's not beat around the bush. That did have a, a big impact, but what it did is also to make us come out much stronger, do much more responsible tourism. So we we implemented with industry all the responsible tourism practices to make sure that we also uh, look at the measures to preserve and 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 walk and work responsibly with water. So your places of accommodation, your tourism uh, operators, the relationship with water is key. Responsible tourism is now the important feature in how we promote tourism and how we implement the measures. So coming out of that day zero, a big knock, 
but we yeah. have recovered very strongly and we've done the right things to prove that as a destination we are responsible and the same for energy so we we as a city government we are pursuing as much as we can to power up our own city with uh, solar and wind and renewables and also the investments that we are making now in in the uh, energy space um, because we want to keep our tourism businesses operational and we want to show to visitors that Cape Town is open for business. Yeah. So those are very important considerations, water, energy, and your yep. safety. What about support for, um, for, for players in the, in the tourism sector who are based in townships and, and more rural areas? Mm-hmm. Uh, to give you a great example, yesterday we worked in Langa, so we are, and the week before in Hart Bay, then Kailicha. So we're going all across Cape Town and especially in our townships where there's a fantastic display of diversity, culture, heritage. And we're working with tourism operators on the ground. Um, and also, I'd like to call them our tourismpreneurs, where we then do um, capacity building, product readiness, and product development. So we work with tourism operators in townships to look at the products, to look at the experiences, and to help them develop those products and businesses and experiences um, to make sure that it's market ready, that the pricing is correct, the marketing is there, and the support that we then give in terms of the capacity to market with them their experiences and their locations, so that we not so that when international visitors come to Cape Town, they go to the big six, which is Table Mountain, the VNA Waterfront, uh, Cape Point, Kirstenbosch Gardens, and so on. But that we also send them on to our yeah. townships, our communities, where you've got culture, cuisine, uh, color and all the things that really make Cape Town such a unique destinations. So we do, through my department, work very closely with our tourism operators on the ground, developing their products and making it market ready. And also Cape Town Tourism has just developed a tourism development manual where they go into communities to do workshops with tourism businesses and to make sure that we connect their businesses with other tourism operators. Because in tourism, you, you need to work with your uh, partners. You need to work, work with other businesses. You can't uh, operate in isolation. Okay. So we network very strong. And so through our partners, we do all of that. Okay. The, the minister speaking earlier on at the um, Africa Travel in Daba um, was saying that people who are in the industry must come forward with solutions. And from somebody who is clearly with the, with some of the innovative ideas that you've come up with that have really worked in the city's favor, um, from your vantage point, are there aspects that you look at and say that this is what we need to deal with from a national mm. approach? Because after all, speaking about Cape Town, but Cape Town as a whole is part of South Africa. Beautiful question. Aviation is a classic example. So, you know, uh, South Africa doesn't exist on its own. We need to connect our country and our cities with global key source markets. And connectivity, air connectivity, is the way to drive supply and demand into your cities and into your country. And so in South Africa, we have a closed sky approach. What does that mean? If international airlines want to fly to South Africa, they need to go through a lengthy process to uh, to get permission for that route. And I'm advocating that we need to have an open sky approach so that when an international airline wants to fly, 
We need to roll out the red carpet. We need to say to them, how many times do you want to fly and not restrict them to certain slots? We really need to be much more liberal on our air travel market so that we can encourage more airlines to fly the freedom of choice. It's good for price. It's good for competition. And it's good for connectivity. So I would really love to see the national government implement an open sky policy that will open up our air travel market so that we can compete with destinations around the world. South Africa and Cape Town, we are long haul destinations. So it's very expensive to fly and to come here. And we need to make it much more easier for these airlines. And so that's been a big issue for me for a long time. And I've been making submissions to national government to implement an open sky. The other one is, of course, visas. We need to implement an electronic visa and we need to implement a remote worker visa. The minister actually touched on that as well. Thank you so much for your time. James Voss is the MMC for Economic Growth at the city of Cape Town. It's five o'clock.